Day 7 The Story of the Vizier Who Was Punished There was once upon a time a king who had a son, who was very fond of hunting. He often allowed him to indulge in this, but he had ordered his grand vizier always to go with him, and never to lose sight of him. One day, the huntsman roused a stag, and the prince gave chase and rode so hard that he found himself alone. He stopped, trying to turn to rejoin the vizier, but he lost his way. Whilst he saw on the side of the road a beautiful lady who was crying bitterly, he drew his horse's rein and asked her who she was and what she was doing in this place and if she needed help. I am the daughter of an Indian king, she answered, and whilst riding in the country I fell asleep and tumbled off. My horse has run away. The young prince had pity on her and offered to take her behind him. As they passed by a ruined building, the lady dismounted and went in, and the prince followed her. To his great surprise, he heard her saying to someone inside, Rejoice, my children! I am bringing you a nice fat youth! And the other voices replied, Where is he, Mama, that we may eat him at once, as we are very hungry? The prince at once saw the danger he was in. He now knew that the lady who said she was the daughter of an Indian king was an ogress who lived in desolate places and devoured passers-by. He was terrified and threw himself on his horse. The pretended princess appeared at this moment, and seeing that she had lost her prey, she said to him, Do not be afraid. What do you want? I am lost, he answered, and I am looking for the road. Keep straight on, said the ogress, and you will find it. The prince could hardly believe his ears and rode off as hard as he could. He found his way and arrived safe and sound at his father's house, where he told him of the danger he had run because of the grand vizier's carelessness. The king was very angry and had him strangled immediately. Sire, went on the vizier to the Greek king, to return to the physician Tobin, if you do not take care, you will repent of having trusted him. Who knows what this remedy, with which he has cured you, may not in time have a bad effect on you. You are right. Perhaps he did come to take my life. He might do it by the mere smell of one of his drugs. I must see what can be done. The best means is to send for him at once, and to cut off his head directly when he comes, said the vizier. The Greek king then ordered one of his ministers to fetch the physician, who came at once. I have had you sent for in order to free myself from you by taking your life. The physician was beyond astonishment when he heard he was to die. What crimes have I committed, your majesty? I have learnt that you are a spy and intend to kill me, but I will be first and kill you. Strike. 
he added to an executioner who was by, and rid me of this assassin. The physician threw himself on his knees. Spare my life, he cried, and yours will be spared. The fisherman stopped here to say to the genius, You see, what passed between the Greek king and the physician has just passed between us two. The Greek king, he went on, had no mercy on him, and the executioner bound his eyes, and all those present begged for his life, but in vain. The physician said to the king, At least let me put my affairs in order and leave my books to persons who will make good use of them. There is one which I should like to present to your majesty. It contains my curious things. When you cut off my head, if your majesty will turn to the sixth leaf and read the third line of the left-hand page, my head will answer all the questions you like it to ask. The king, eager to see such a wonderful thing, put off his execution to the next day, and sent him under a strong guard to his house. There, the physician put his affairs in order, and the next day there was a great crowd assembled in the hall to see his death. The physician went up to the foot of the throne with a large book in his hand. He carried a basin on which he spread the covering of the book, and presenting it to the king, said, Sire, take this book, and, when my head is cut off, let it be placed in the basin on the covering of this book. As soon as it is there, the blood will cease to flow. Then open the book, and my head will answer your questions. But, sire, I implore your mercy, for I am innocent. Your prayers are useless, and if it were only to hear your head speak when you are dead, you should die. So saying, he took the book from the physician's hands and ordered the executioner to do his duty. The head was so cleverly cut off that it fell into the basin and directly the blood ceased to flow. Then the eyes opened and the head said, Your Majesty, open the book. The king did so, and finding that the first leaf struck against the second, he put his finger in his mouth to turn it more easily. He did the same thing till he reached the sixth page, and not seeing any writing on it. Physician, he said, there is no writing. Turn over a few more pages, answered the head. The king went on turning till the poison in which each page was dipped took effect. His sight failed him, and he fell at the foot of his throne. When the physician's head saw the poison had taken effect and that the king had only a few more minutes to live, Tyrant! it cried. See how cruelty and injustice are punished. Scarcely had it uttered these words than the king died and the head lost also the little life that had remained in it. That is the end of the story of the Greek king.